With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Are you looking for an acreage, hunting property, or farmland in Nebraska? If so, Tyler Johnson with Nebraska Realty specializes in residential and land sales and is ready to help you find your next property. If you're looking to sell, he has a marketing package to make sure your property gets maximum exposure that results in top dollar for your property. He can also provide you access to a 100% online auction platform through their partnership with auctiontime.com. If you want to find your outdoor dream, give him a call today. We'll link his contact information with this episode. You can also find him at realtortylerjohnson.com. Welcome to NBNR, the authority on unfiltered opinions and authentic player insight for Nebraska athletics. Connect with us on Twitter, Instagram, and at nbnrpodcast.com. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Otter. He's a junkyard dog. <laughs> Kenny Bell ran up to me. He's like, you know what you just, what you just did? <laughs> get mad. We're going to get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five That's Johnny dumbbells. Rogers. <laughs> Ain't got it, Muhammad. G-B-R. Oh, that was good. That was, that was very good. Wow. That was a good one. Right, on, right time. on time. <laughs> Saw me rearing up. He, he chuckled at the, what are you going to do? Get in the portal and go to another podcast? <laughs> he liked that one. Johnny the Jet <laughs> Rogers, everybody. That the was, one and only. That was awesome. Shout out, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, that's a legendary line. Yeah. That, <laughs> by a legendary <laughs> man. Yeah. It's almost like he maybe planned it out before he said it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't he know. was sitting in his car outside. Like, yeah. All right. Well, what's, a good, what's a good quip? <laughs> that's a good him. one. All right, go Big Red, indeed. No block, no rock. Season three, episode thirty-two. No, thirty-three. Why do you keep fucking it up? Because Brandon Jackson was Cody Glenn. It goes up one a week. It's thirty-three. So Javin Wright, then. Sure. Bam. Sure. One a week. I know. Sure. Let's talk about other people. It's my fault. Play. Don't hey, just (laughs) chill for a second. All right, let me get this back on track. It's off the rails a little bit. Let me get it back on track. We are at the Nebraska Brewing Company. Duh. Every week. Doesn't matter what episode it is. 32, 33, 1. Nebraska Brewing Company. 108th and Harrison. In Levis, Nebraska. 68128. Fellas, let's go around. Let's talk about the drinks that we are drinking. I will start. I will start. I'm drinking a Bessie the Sugar Mama. Wow. Which is a yeah. uh, milk stout. Correct, yeah. Not, not, uh, a, not a coffee stout. Not a coffee stout. <laughs> is it, it's, is it's it okay. only because the Farrells is gone? It's a, it's a big reason. Yeah. And I think it's this this guest that we have over here, he uh, he got the he planted the seed because he came in. He's like, I'm a stout guy. I'm a stout drinker. I go, yeah. And then you're going to be disappointed because they don't have the one that you're thinking of in your brain, but okay. it is still good. I have like eight stouts out there. It's not my fault you have a bad palate. Hey, I'm just saying I have a common palate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a simp. Simp. He's a yeah, simp. simp. Yeah. Um, well, let, let's just transition over to our guest real quick. D-Wayne. Yo, yo, yo. And I am saying this correctly, right? Yes. D-Wayne. Yes. Um, are, you, are you drinking a Bessie? This is a Bessie. Okay. And it's almost gone. <laughs> Top of my, what are you we, waiting for? Top we got off. more. We got more. This is, yeah, this is a wonderful drink. Yeah, there we go. The Bessie, the sugar mama. Yeah. Hits the stout mark. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Again, it's not a coffee, but it's okay. It's okay. 
<laughs> you coffee stout? Yeah, I like the coffee stout. Like I, I like I like it. Uh, you know, eleven a.m. kickoff. You don't bust out a little coffee stout. D Wayne, come on, hey, this. pound they the table. D Wayne, pound the table. They do this every fucking week. Don't feed into this. <laughs> hey, Paul, I know you're listening. Come on now. Come on, Paul. Come like, on, Paul. We dude, love you. Like you're good at your job, but. You could be a little better. <laughs> you could do this one thing. But keep giving us beers. We love that. Yeah. Connor, you are drinking something different today, I, and we have to call it out. What oh are you boy. drinking today? I am, and I did this intentionally, mostly because I wanted to see your reactions. I am drinking the cold beer, baby. That is a great beer. It, that's its name. It's Amazing cold label. Cold beer. That's its name. Cold beer. It's um, not false advertising. It is, it is exactly when you order it and you say, I want a cold beer. It's what you fucking get. It's like, okay, well. It, it, <laughs> it tastes like beer. And it's it's cold. It's cold. That's what it's meant to be. You have a yeah. couple, you feel Dude, good. I got to show you the artwork. It's an eagle flying over chimney rockets. It's the most right American above us. Shit look, look straight oh, up. Shit, it is right above us. Chasing cold beer. Yeah, it is right above us. That's hilarious. Yes. I forgot I hung it. It's fantastic. And when he pulls a tap yeah, handle, it's, it's awesome. When it's he pulls just, a tap handle, it goes. Yeah. <laughs> You know, my neighbors hate it. I have a kegerator in my apartment. I pour a beer. The eagle screams at like 1 a.m. So 1 a.m. on a Tuesday. You're like, yeah. just a scream. Hey, no one said Tuesday. It was implied, but no one said it. Uh, but yeah, a lot of noise complaints. Kyle, Kyle what, what are you drinking? drinking? Kyle! Everyone, Kyle! Kyle! I'm going to the old trusty, the Taco Vesa. What? The Taco Vesa? There you go. Yeah. He's like, Taco Vesa. Like, yeah. what? Stop. They took our job, Taco they Vesa. They took your job. <laughs> Turkerverser, look, Kyle, look. If I don't run down on this drink, what yeah, is yeah. If I don't, if I don't switch up the beer, I at least gotta switch up how I say it, right? No, <laughs> no, no. So the Taco Vesa for everyone and Dwayne. This right here is, is he like your everyone? your very. This is like your common beer, right? Like, so if somebody comes in the brewery and they're like, "Yeah, I'm not much of a craft beer drinker," that's why I asked you right when you walked in. Like, are you a craft beer drinker? Yeah. Because if you're not necessarily like you know in the know, if your palate isn't crafty right yeah. you drink the you drink the taco vesa okay. there you go yeah. so i i always tell people like taco vesa is like a corona but it tastes good it doesn't have skunkiness you know yeah. like when you drink a, a corona yeah. or really yeah. any yeah. mexican beer it's got that like, like that yeah it's corona but it's yeah. good yeah, yeah. It just it yeah. tastes good that's yeah. what it is mike what are you drinking i am drinking a beer that is specifically brewed for the triple a affiliate of my favorite baseball team the omaha storm chasers Mm. Uh, they did get a rebrand with some sweet new cans. And so I thought, why not drink a world-class beer at a world-class brewery? Dude, so. the new cans did turn out dope. Yeah, they look so good. If you have not seen the new cans, which I would imagine many of you haven't yet, they are actually, it is three different labels in each six-pack. It is the Home Whites, the Aways, and the Alternate Blues. Each can, the number on the can is the year that jersey got rolled out. And the side of the can will tell you a story about a player that played for the team during that year. You're kidding. Yeah, no, it's, it's a dope partnership. Stir we get to go up. to a bunch of Storm Chasers games. We get to hang out with the players. We're actually doing, um, I believe next month, doing a, an event with the players where they're going to come sign cans, sign memorabilia. Like, it, it's going to be should, super fun. We should Who's really do a collab with do, that. Hmm. We, I'm just saying. We have microphones, and there's a lot of players. Yeah. I'm just, just, just throwing just out there. sitting. The opportunity just kind of. Sitting there. Yeah, what asshole on this podcast dropped the ball on that? Um, yeah, no, I know it was me. He's like, you I don't have asshole. to point. You I don't am. have to point. I know it was me. <laughs> um, Just in but, case anyone was confused. But no, we started making the beer in 13. And it had the same label for a long time. And the rebrand was kind of 
us working together with the franchise. They're great people. The The whole Storm Chasers franchise is fantastic. Man. Well, didn't the guy um, come out and tailgate with us last year? Marty yeah. Cordero. Yeah. yeah. Marty, Marty Cordero the is the president yeah. of the Storm Chasers. Yeah, he came yeah, out he and came tailgate out, with yeah. us at the tailgate yeah. for the Storm Chaser game. It was pretty That's fun. So. The, the whole franchise is just full of great people. So I, I'm excited. You know, it was great to see them win their back-to-back national championships in 14-15. Who's counting? But, you know, yeah. I, honestly, I think they're back. They're okay. back. I think but, they're back. Yeah, the Mike, Storm Chasers are the Royals because I I Chasers. like what, I like when Chasers. the Royals are good because that's my major league baseball team. I like but, when the Chasers are good because they drink a lot of beer when they're good. I drink a lot so. of beer if they're bad <laughs> or good. So yeah, that's a good point. Yes. Thank you, Mike. Anyways, Thri- driving the economy here. We you know we have a great idea of maybe being like a, a side uh, Storm Chasers podcast uh, and do some collab with the players and all that stuff. That'd be pretty cool. Mm. But this is not a Nebraska podcast, and we do have D Wayne with us. <laughs> Hey yo, the man who's busy. He's got his own planner. Like he's big time, based in Chicago, no less. Yeah, big time, big time. Shout out to Nicole. Hey, shout out Nicole. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you for getting us D Wayne on the pod. Nicole, Uh, I am the only person sitting at this table that has Nebraska season tickets, and so I listen to you every. Like Flex a little twice harder. a week, probably. Well, so yeah, it's nice to have you sitting here and not, I sit up top. So like you're oh, usually yeah. really far away. Yeah, so. I, look, I look about this small. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, I yeah. you I thought you would be taller in person. Man, <laughs> Damn. but can I be honest with y'all? Yeah. I wear Doc Martens when I'm down I, there. I was mm. gonna make a joke. So them suckers have these thick things on them. Yeah, because I'm five eight, but I gotta be I gotta be like <laughs> roster five eight. So I want to be like. You know, five ten, mm. right? Yeah, <laughs> right. So, five ten on the roster. Yeah, yeah. Did they make you wear docs? Did no. they say, "Hey, you got to wear these"? Absolutely not. In, in <laughs> fact, I don't even know. I usually ask before I put on some like random brand, just just in case. Just, yeah. um, but no, I. They didn't ask me to wear them. They usually prefer that I wear Adidas. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah they nice. want that. You they know? want the brand rep for these, sure. Hey, I'm, hey. A, I'm an Adidas fan. I got my Adidas on now. You know. Are yeah. they throwing you free shoes? You get free merch or what? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh hell yeah! Hell yeah! Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah, absolutely. See, if you could, th- you know, like how they throw the T-shirts out, they never hit the top. Man. I'm just telling you, I'm in the first row of the top, and I never get nothing. They got oh. the T-shirt guns a little. Yeah, yeah, they don't get that high. They go the 200s. <laughs> they get the, they don't get us, us poor people in the 300s. So <laughs> I got to walk up there and hand you one. Yeah. Bring a little tub. Hey, so, you said it, not me. I'm just- <laughs> you, you bring up throwing shirts. How strong's your arm? Say, could you throw lacking? a pair of Ultra Boosts up to the 200s? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, I want your Doc Martens. Right? Yeah. I slide them off. You make the half court shot, and you get D Wayne's shoes. Yeah. Oh, that's that's great. So great. I'll come take that shot. You know, <laughs> then I'll be short man down there. Yeah. Standing, look, standing next to some of those guys, yeah. I feel like a toddler. Man. Oh yeah, dude. Boy, dude, I, it's <laughs> that's the wrong sport to be an MC for. If, yeah, I'm just saying. If there's a height complex, yeah, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If there is anything like those guys are. Like even the yes. guards are six four, and you're like shit. Yeah. Unless you're Sam Griesel and you're six nine, it's like holy fuck. Jeez. When you dap them up, they have to like do this. <laughs> oh <and> God, down. <laughs> it's just a dap. They say, "What's up, little man?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like back to first grade. I'm staring straight up at people. Exactly. <laughs> it's very nice to meet you. Well, like Mike was saying, um, we are a Nebraska-based podcast. We talk about Nebraska sports, and you're obviously, um, what do we call you, the on court personality, yeah. entertainment for Nebraska yeah. basketball. Um, if you could just get into how you got that job to begin with. Um, so I got this job in 2017. I originally, actually, I was auditioning for the women's basketball announcer spot that belongs to Connor now. 
And uh, after that, they kind of asked if I would be open to a different position that wasn't announcing the women's games. I said, sure. They explained that I would just be on the court with a microphone entertaining the crowd. And I'm like, yes. So I <laughs> like, butter. You know, been doing pep rallies since high school, right? You remember those days? Oh yeah, oh yeah. High schools, yeah. So I was, I was the cat down on, on the, you know, on the court, making fun of myself and laughing at the seniors in high school. And it was cool to kind of have an opportunity to pick that up and do it again. Yeah. How hard is it to, uh, to entertain a bunch of uh, Mike Delawares in the crowd? Hey, oh I'm, God, I'm, it has to be very I'm difficult. Civil out there. I just yeah. Mike's easily entertained. Yeah, just... Jingle a set of keys, and he's gonna be just fine. <laughs> I mean, you throw a red panda out there. That'll do Yo. it. Dude, that was fucking sweet. I'm not going to lie. Red every panda. time, she, yeah, what's every that time like? she comes. <laughs> Dude, she's amazing. The, you know, getting to meet the halftime acts is always a crazy, you know, crazy amount of fun because they have all different backgrounds. They're all cool people. They generally are trying to relax before the show. Mm-hmm. And then right after their show, they're trying to relax again because you give a lot of energy out there. Oh, yeah. Um, but to your point about entertaining the crowd, you know, my job is to kind of take people's experience from, you know, step one to step two. So if you come in and you've had a really long day and, you know, you see me down there, I'm like, oh, <laughs> um, you know, all of that, you're going to most people will block most of that out. Like they're not paying dead attention to me. Mm. Um, my job is to kind of raise the energy of the entire arena. So if you're sitting there and you're going, oh, man, I had a tough day. And by the time we get to tip off, you're like, this isn't so bad. <laughs> I've done my job. Right. right. That's, a, that's yeah. a start, right? Yeah. yeah. And that makes me feel good. So it is, it's difficult for, you know, to entertain, like solely entertain because it isn't a small audience who's there to look at a stage and watch an entertainer. They're hoping for an outcome and their, their needs are not going to be met until, until they know that outcome. <laughs> right. So my job is to kind of hold them over and keep everyone at least okay uh, with the energy that's in the room until they know the outcome. Yeah. I know like a lot of comics talk about like Friday night shows always are kind of like, I don't want to say like worse, but like they're not as fun as like Saturday because most people spend all day at work and then they go and they have to sit there and listen to somebody just talk for an hour. <laughs> I mean, granted it's who they want to go see. Right. But yeah. like, I can only imagine like you're in those shoes and then say the team's getting blown out and then it's Nebraska? like, no one's happy and you just have to go out there and just try to, Let's have fun. Yes. Like, yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Really? It's, yeah. It's, it's 69 to 40, but woo! Yes. All right, y'all. Here we go with another t-shirt toss. Yeah. yeah. I've done it before, man. <laughs> but, you know, the, the rule doesn't change. You know, someone's still in there because they chose to spend their night off with us. So it is like a, you know, I'm going to go down there and do my daggone job because someone in there is like, yay, I get to come to Pinnacle Bank Arena. Actually, I, this, I think I got so hardline on this stance when I was exiting the arena probably two years ago and we had gotten blown out. People were mad, red face, tears. I mean, it was, it was, a, it was a rough game. But as I was going down the elevator, a little girl, her mom and a really old lady were there. And the mom of the little girl looked over to the old lady and said, mom, this was the best night ever. Thank you for taking us to our first Husker game. And she was like, it's all good. You know, this is what we saved up for. And I'm like, <laughs> quiet in that elevator oh did you guys like did you shout it to her bro i was like getting ready to you know well up because it's like whoa the thing that we get so used to seeing and that we almost expect to see this is a first time for for someone and you know you got 12 to sixteen thousand people there you better believe that like it's some people's first experience so i gotta show out a little bit yeah is that is that like a mentality you carry into every game that you go do is just like 
it, it's not about, you know, I've done this a million times. Yeah. It, it, it is that first experience for someone. And I want to make it special. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's, it's not only, you know, me, just D. Wayne wanting to make it special. Of course, I want to make it special. But I'm now representing the brand. Right. And the Huskers want to make everything special for all oh, yeah. the fans. So, yeah, it's really cool to be able to kind of take that and have that mentality. And, and they accept that and like it. Well, it's like it just reminds me of, you know, bands when they play shows and concerts. It's like I got to give this crowd who paid their hard earned money like like they're are they necessarily coming to see D-Wayne? Not necessarily. Exactly. But it's just that that constant mentality of, OK, I got to put on a show. I got to make these fans feel like their hard-earned money is being put to use and is, yeah. you know, it's, it's worth coming to PBA. every. If the team's not good, at least there's something. Yeah, I mean, you know? it's all a part of it. You know, it's it's fan experience. There's an entire team, and it kind of extends throughout like, the different departments. So, you know, when a fan walks in, it's the people grabbing their tickets, right, the part of the PBA staff. And then if they're, you know, courtside, there are people greeting them, right? And we all, there's a certain kind of mentality and, and friendliness and camaraderie that we all share. Right. Um, and I just end up getting to be the the public facing side of it all. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Who's your favorite coworker and where there are social tags? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's a heavy <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't answer that unless you want to. I'm kidding. Don't answer that. He's, he's like, yeah. Um, you thought, for those of you who can't see, he thought about it. Yeah. yeah the wheels are turning. Yeah, I love dancing. <laughs> Now you you also do uh, DJing mm-hmm. for the women's basketball team. Yes, um, and you talked about before we went on air, just like the different music that you play, and like how you've evolved a little bit. Um, just kind of get into what you were talking about with us. Just yeah, how how you go about? Okay, this is this is the right music to play. This and uh, yeah, this is yeah. the time to do that. Like just get into all that. So I I like to think of it for me as like a movie. You ever sit down and watch those Disney movies or like Coach Carter or something? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's always the songs that you'll hear in those movies, and not exactly that, but again, we get back to that talk about energy. So I'm thinking, how do we build the energy in the room? Of course, it's going to lean towards the athlete. So. Before fans come in, I'm playing music, and it's generally hip-hop. The athletes like hip-hop. They like some pop, hip-hop, and a few throwbacks. I'm sliding all that around, but it's not necessarily the music that our fans are going to want to hear. Yo, as soon <laughs> as they take a step off the court, <laughs> you can, if, you, if you come through to the women's games, which you should, you will hear it. As soon as they take a step off the court, I'm sliding into some Ray Charles, oh, yeah. some Steve yeah. Wonder. Some uh, like, Sweet Home Alabama yes. or something. <laughs> Appealing to the masses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's something because it's, you know, it's about creating that moment for everyone. So while the athletes are, are preparing, you want to give them tracks that are sending that message of we're getting ready to work hard. Right, so Drake's big rings, Drake's trophies, a lot of Drake, mm. right? They enjoy Drake. Drake. J. Cole has a lot of songs that kind of fit in that. I do try to pick songs that have that message of like, can't be stopped, won't be stopped. Right. Win, yeah. win, win, win. Yeah, yeah. Win, yeah, win, win, win. Yeah. J, yep, J Rock. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and so as soon as they leave, now it's kind of create the movie for the audience. So we're playing Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, yeah. You know, the things that you're like, yeah, me and my family are going to get popcorn and watch the basketball game. Right. Uh, yeah. And then we build the tension back up um, as pregame goes on. So, and then it ends with the uh, that Rocky song that we play, Going the Distance. See, I could never be a DJ because my personal biases would come into play. Like, I'd be playing Wu-Tang. Oh, I'm shocked. I'd be playing Wu-Tang sticker on your laptop. I'd be playing uh, Pantera. Oh, my I'd be playing the Suicide Boys. Shout out. Like, I'd be playing stuff that I like, and everyone would just be like, 
Dude, get this dude off the fucking <laughs> Yeah. You'd have the old people, the, the blue hair is like, what is this rah-rah music? I mean. What the hell? There's so there's room for it, though. Right? Like, there's room for your personal taste. You can slide oh, a little yeah. something in there. Oh, yeah. Educate the people. This Why is just not? what I like. Yeah. I don't care what, what you I like. like. You know, DJ Prerogative. <laughs> I've thrown, I, Big Sean's my favorite rapper. Big um, Sean. Yeah, I, I love Big Sean more than anyone. And I know he's a, he, people laugh at him, but I, I love his story. I slide so many Big Sean songs in. You wouldn't believe. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't believe. And it's, okay. it, it's small, tiny moments that no one's going to really. See, but those are well, the, just in your heart. You're like, oh, yeah. Oh, got yeah, him. Yeah, I yeah. got him. I believe it's Burn by Big Sean. Yes. So yes. your bitch off that backboard, she throw it back. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It works. It's basketball. I don't play bird. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't. Moves. Like, I got the moves. Yeah. You know? Last night took an L, but tonight I bounced back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, every song that you play, it, it is edited, right? Absolutely. Like, it, like you can't be... Have you yeah. ever, have you ever like, made a mistake, though? Like, oh, oh yes. What was, <laughs> what was the most egregious one? Oh, I would say, you know what? The most egregious mistake wasn't even on a song that wasn't clean. Um, it was Who Wants to Smoke by Nardo Wick. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nardo Wick. And, and I don't know if y'all know how that song goes, but it's a part where he's like, what the fuck is that? And it bleeps it out. So we're in the in the arena, and it's boom, 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 boom. What the fuck is that? Boom, boom. And the F is thick. And the K is <laughs> thick. So it's boom, boom, it's boom, 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 boom. What the fuck? So it's not even censored, really. <laughs> Barely censored. <laughs> Yo, at the next three events that we did, I got a reminder from my supervisor. Oh, hey, just that one song. That, <laughs> Don't that do that. Boom, 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 boom. Can we just not play that song? <laughs> you just see people in the crowd start to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just looking back. And then there's the guys like me and Jared in the crowd like, fuck yeah, baby. <laughs> the yeah. student section's like, oh, of course, right? But it's that line that it, sometimes my personal music taste slides in there and I, I forget that. But I love it. I've got a loving team that'll pull me back. Yeah. <laughs> do you have Do you have any like crazy stories like on the court or like in the backgrounds? You know, they're playing and you're kind of standing around anywhere. Like anything crazy happened? Because we just saw that like, DoorDash guy, the door, the DoorDash deliverer, like walk onto the court, stop the game, said he had a, uh, uh, maybe it was Uber Eats, I don't know. But like, are there any, are there any stories like that that happened like at PBA? Um, there was, there was once where there was like a, a tissue hanging from the, the center screen, that big Husker Vision screen. There was this big old tissue hanging from it from a concert that was held a few nights before. And some way throughout the game, you know how things shake? It had slowly shaken to where it was now visible over the board. And uh, the guy who was my director at the time had to get on the ladder, climb the ladder in the middle of the game, like and grab, like use a stick to get the t- it's like Mission Impossible <laughs> yes, to get it down. And people like clapping for him and everything. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Delayed the game for like ten minutes though. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Who Dance needs a halftime show? That yeah. was the halftime show. <laughs> oh, yeah. We were thoroughly uh, thoroughly entertained. Yeah. Hey, Red Panda, get that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, kicking plates up there. Like, Red Panda has to be the, the halftime act that I always hear the most about. Like, you know, oh, I yeah. see all these cats, and, and everyone that I run into talks about Red Panda. Is that everyone's favorite, y'all's favorite <sighs> halftime act? I mean, I think the most famous. Yeah, the most she's famous. definitely the most famous that PBA probably brings in. I mean, 
I like the dogs. Like when you bring in the dogs and they're throwing hey, frisbees across. My dogs. Yeah. Like so, what you said dogs? you get to interact with them and stuff. Do yes. they like? They're like, hey, hold this dog. I gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom. Right? <laughs> and usually not. They're like the halftime match is usually very particular about oh, yeah. everything. Oh yeah, sure. you know, because I mean, I guess you fly a few thousand miles with whatever. Oh yeah, like, they you know? know. But um, I always wish, man. I like especially Christian and Scooby. You know, shout out to Christian and Scooby Man. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I like that. I've always I feel bad wanted for that little to just dog. like hold Scooby, a little but, chihuahua, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, but you know, that's a man's dog, and yeah, that's yeah. Dog. <laughs> dog. Dude, that, that dog dog's got some, miles on him too. I, does. I how long can Scooby go? That's the real question. Ah uh, man, Scooby seems to live forever. Man, Scooby is forever. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scooby is forever. Scooby is forever. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm not asking like I'm not asking what the best halftime act is, but you said you get to meet all the halftime acts. Yeah, who's your favorite that you've met, like got to like talk to and hang out with? Can you say that? Yeah, absolutely. See, now this is tough because everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows. Yeah, everybody. it's a very tight knit. Yeah, circle. yeah, it is. It is. Um, I'd say in terms of seeing them interact with the crowd. The Simon Says guy. Oh, I like that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Steve yeah. Max. He's like, get out of here. Get. Yep. Get out of here. That's a master of an audience. And that's, you know, what's important for me, right? Watching him being able to encapsulate people and then get them to do what he says, right? <laughs> of course, you can play the game, but with the game moving that fast, how easy would it be to just be like, forget this. I'm not listening to this guy. Right, but right. Everyone stays engaged. Yeah. And I think that's super powerful. Um, hmm. The amazing Sladek is another one that. I mean, captivates crowds. He's the acrobat. He's America's oldest daredevil. Acrobat. Yeah. So oh, yeah. oh, man. Yeah. I'm like, holy yeah, fuck. He's stacking the chairs. Mm -hmm. Man, I mean, that's like a performer's life. He doesn't fly. He drives everywhere. Wow. wow. So he gets in his little car, and he will drive from New York, where he lives, all the way to L.A. for a show. Then he'll drive down to Texas, and then he'll drive to Connecticut. I mean, he lives this life. Wow. And I think that is just the most gangsta shit ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not about it. And we yeah. haven't talked about my favorite halftime performer this year. His name was D Wayne. Oh, oh. The, the living legend beatboxer. Oh, so man. we're going to put you on the spot. Oh, God, let's do it. Are yeah. you going to, uh, can you, can you give us some beatboxing on the fly? Yeah. Like, what do you got? Like, it's not like a long thing. Like, yeah. Like, I don't want you to break my microphone. Like 25 them, like, minutes maximum. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got a 45 minute show. Yeah. Like, we, we have like a, like, he, he's got two, two like professional careers here. He's got the MC <laughs> for the University of Nebraska Athletics. And then mm. he's also like a kick ass beatboxer, which I was shocked the amount of noises you can get out of your mouth. <laughs> Hopefully, I can give you a couple. <laughs> different, different, no, different block, different, no, different rock. Yo, big red. Yo, oh, shit. fucking go. Do we have a new intro? <laughs> First of it's all, no block, no rock I heard, podcast. I heard a drop in there. Maybe yeah. a few. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope you weren't weirded out by me like looking in your mouth. No. Like, no. Yeah, go for it. Damn. Look at that. Be like my dentist. So when when did you start beatboxing? Like how how did that become a thing? Uh, in 2009, I was on drumline, my high school. 
I, uh, you know, was making noises like the drums. Boom, 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 boom. There was a dude named Nick Dahlquist who was doing uh, an acapella group as a senior, I guess. And he was making noises. And I was like, man, maybe I can make some kind of noises. So I did something that beatboxes call a click roll. And that was the only noise I knew how to make. It goes like this. I can't do that. It's, it's, I, it's so hard to even describe how it's, how it's done. It, it really is. Um, so I spent the time going. And they're like, get this guy out of here. That's all the noises he made. <laughs> yeah, literally, what is he That's doing it? here? So I did that. You know, that was freshman. That was in the freshman year of high school. And then, um, you know, fast forward to senior year. Friends pulled a, uh, a little bet. Said if I won prom king, I had to perform in front of everyone. I won prom king. Hey, royalty up in here. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. We're not worthy. Yeah. We're not worthy. We have, we have the TikTok crown. king and the prom king here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Room full prom, of kings. Prom king is worth more. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, performed there. Um, you know, people started kind of reaching out, asked me to do little uh, parties, bar mitzvahs. Damn. Bar mitzvahs. Um, then October of 2012, I did a TED Talk on the history of beatboxing and how it's kind of progressed up to that point. Obviously, now it's... That is that is literally literally a decade old. So I hope people don't watch that and go, he's inaccurate because so much has happened since then. Right. It, it really has been a decade since then. But um, did that TED talk and that really spurred spurred all the things, man. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm watching tonight, so Yo, I'm going to be taking notes. You'll see a baby D, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can say that on this. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. Hey, Connor sees a baby D every time he looks in the mirror. That's <laughs> I'm clothed occasionally. He hates being down. reminded of it. Leave yeah. him alone. I hear Leave, enough of that at home. Leave Connor alone. Sensitive soul. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor little guy. Um, I was going to ask you, like, I, I saw on your resume that you had done, like, a TED Talk. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's just very interesting. Because that's, you're not going to, how often do you see or hear a TED Talk about beatboxing, of all things? It's just, it's just uh, kind of amazing how much they've branched out into, like, because it used to be just it used boring to be, academic types, you well, know? Or it used to be, like, all, like, self-improvement stuff yeah. and, like... Yeah. yeah, and now it's well, definitely open to more, like, creative. Yeah, yeah. So what was that experience like? Did, did they reach out to you? Yeah, yeah, they what? reached out to me, and I sent in an application, and it got approved. Um, and basically from there, it's like you start writing, and then you meet with the coaches either weekly or, you know, biweekly, and you work on your presentation, right? It's 20 minutes, 18, 18 to 20 minutes or 15 to 20 minutes. There was a certain number, but I don't remember exactly sure. what it is. Um, but it's 15 to 20 minutes and you write your script and you kind of get it set and then you stand it up is what we call it. Yeah. Getting it in front of people and you practice and practice until you, until you have it. Hmm. Was it kind of surreal? Like going through, like knowing you were going to be doing a Ted talk. Oh yeah. I, I completely blanked uh, my, the, right before we went, we rehearsed, and I completely forgot everything I was going to say. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah. I stood up there, and I was like, uh. <laughs> you just started yeah. beatboxing right away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buy yourself some time. Yeah. All right, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where, where did that TED Talk take place? Just real quick. I know. No, yeah, you're good. This is an NET studio, so we're oh, okay. currently Nebraska Public Media, I think is. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Cool. Cash moves everything around me. Uh, we have a saying, no blog, no rock. All right, thanks, Troy. We were asking you, because, you know, you're a beatboxer. Mm, yes. Your favorite, like, song with the best drums is? Oh. 
What's your favorite song with the best drums? Gotta be Laid to Rest. Laid to Rest by Lamb of God. Hell yeah. Laid to Rest by Lamb of God. Because it has this, like, the drum is so gnarly. It's like, do it. Like, like it's man (laughs) get you going right put it in post man this thing literally rock your face (laughs) my face is melty yeah yeah man it melts my face so that's some heavy drums and i love rock drums rock drums are awesome i love me some hip-hop too right right knowing that some guy took two sticks and move them so quickly and hit things so hard yeah. that it makes you feel that way. Yeah. yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. You can't beat that. Oh, right. yeah. Right. Like best drummers, you know, you. I know like you guys, this isn't very interesting to you guys, but like Neil Peart from Rush, mm. you know, I like what I was saying before, Jay Dilla was doing hip hop stuff. Yeah. Just Mike, who's your favorite drummer? I have. Okay. Uh, Vinny, Vinny, Paul, Vinny Paul of Pantera. As we're talking oh. about like best drummers, a guy that gets slept on so hard all the time Go. is Flava Flav. The man plays like fifth. <laughs> no, seriously. Really? The man plays like 15 inches. He doesn't just go. <laughs> no, he's he's an incredible musician. He was yeah, back before boy. Beck was back. Oh, Flava he Flav. was a loser before. It- Flava Flav does not get the credit he deserves. He is an incredible musician. I've never heard someone ride for Flava Flav like this. Yeah, I heard. And so it's he actually. He is a Flava Flav stand. So I did my junior year. I uh, bought a big clock. Okay. Oh my god! Of course you did. Hopefully that's all you, you your, did to you look and like your him. town yes, of five hundred people. Jesus. Yes, good job. Uh, junior year of college. You oh, okay. I, I went to know. the University of Nebraska. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> Um, just a clock, though. Just a clock. Just a clock. Nothing else. Uh, you'd be shocked how few people got it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so shocked. I thought it was cool. <laughs> I tweeted a picture at Flava Flav. He did not like my tweet. Oh, no. Wait, like, didn't like it or just, like, literally didn't like <laughs> no, it? No, just didn't like it. Okay, yeah. Okay. No, well, it wasn't like, he wasn't I like, you fuck yeah. you, pussy. No. <laughs> what you doing wearing my clock? Yeah. Oh, that's why he's still defending him now. If he would have well, told him. I think the big thing was that the big clock I had was a Casio, and that was way below his. Casio. <laughs> <laughs> way below his benchmark. It's a SpongeBob Casio. <laughs> Straight off the wall from his kitchen. Straight from Goodwill. <laughs> Took a string, put it around it. Some yarn. All right, let's get this shit back on the rails, all right? We have the MC of women's and men's basketball, kind of DJ slash MC, the personality of of the basketball program in general. Uh, So let's start with the ladies because they're still playing. Yes. we got some ballers here. Like, can you can we talk a little bit about women's basketball? Because we've never had any ladies on here yet. Um, actually, in, no, we've had one girl on the podcast ever um, from Northwestern. Northwestern, right? yeah. But we've ne- we've only had one female on the podcast. We've never had any any lady come on the podcast yet. Whether it's volleyball, softball, we have some softball players lined up, but softball, basketball, etc. Uh, talk about the season. Talk about. Um, Talk about what what it's like knowing some of those girls because you know them outside of basketball. So let, let's get into that a little bit of yeah. of because people, including myself, and and I need to get better at that. It's like watching and paying attention to women's athletics because mm. they've been carrying this university for so long. Yeah, and give I mean, them their roses yes, while they're yes, still alive. Shed the light on them, and we got a perfect guy to do it. So yeah, what absolutely. do you got? Um, so I mean, yeah, in regards to you know the whole like you know shining a light on on women's sports, it's. It's one of those things where I think in 
there's almost needs to be like a stripping of an importance for us as fans, right? There's always this emphasis on like, oh, let's make an effort to support more women's sports where I'm like, let's make an effort to try to take down those walls that tell us that there's this massive difference. Right. Right. Because even now we're like, oh, wow, look at the team, you know, team, team, man. It's Huskers. Go big red. Exactly. Uh, We all wear red at the end of the day. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's I'm like, get out to every Husker game. Right. Women's men's because like, like you said, some people sleep on it. And now they're like, wait a second. This has been happening the whole time. Right. Let me tell you at the beginning of the season, it was like, yo, they're kicking it. Mm. And, you know, every loss, you see it happen. And because you were there at the beginning of the season, you know know the potential of the team. Mm -hmm. So you know those losses don't mean this is a bad team. And you've watched other sports teams, and you say, (laughs) you say that loss there means y'all a bad team. But you don't think that, you don't really ever think that with this group. And, I mean, it's been like that, right? Coach Williams is phenomenal. Top notch. Top notch. Um, She is Nebraska. She is a alum. Like people talk about, you know, we had former head coach Scott on, you know, he was our former coach here, right? Nebraska alum, right? Oh, I, did well, I, obviously that what's, so funny? Out. what's so funny? We just, oh, we did, don't, oh yeah, by I, the way, we don't, give him the we don't, we don't no. say, uh, we don't say that name on this podcast anymore. Yeah. But, so, no, you can even try it. Try but, to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Try Scott. Yeah. <laughs> it just, no, it just happened. Like, but you, so happened. you can say Scott fraud. Uh, you can say Scott fuck, but, but you, you absolutely cannot say Scott. <laughs> you can't do it. Even if you try your hardest. That's so funny. Wait, let me try. Yeah. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> See? Yeah. You can't do it. Even as skilled as you are. I know. With I'm your like, mouth. This is wild. I don't know how to get this. This is no block, wired. no rock, baby. Let's go. Uh, Amy Williams is alum. She is respected. And it's so great that the team is because they could have called it quits. They didn't make the NCAA tournament. They could have called it quits. Yeah. No, they're grinding it out. They're they're winning the WNIT right now, and it's awesome. I, I mean, if you wear red, you should be watching these games. Yeah, and it and it does. You know, when you say like they, they keep grinding it out, it almost feels like it just hasn't stopped. No, like exactly. This is the this is the team, right? right? Like you, regardless of whether they make a tournament or whether they had five wins. They fight, and I enjoy watching them because you see you see it solidify. Or if the game starts off loose, you watch them solidify. And Coach, you know, she's passionate, but she also allows them to do what they have to do and what they need to do. Obviously, the coaches are guiding them, but you can tell that they're working things out on the court, and it is fun to watch. It's really fun to watch. Um, I'd say in regards to, like, fans, you know, how the fans are in there, they're loud. Like, it's, it's not, you know, doing backflips in your seat loud, but they're intentionally loud, right? They came mm-hmm. because they're choosing to spend a Sunday night supporting their team, and they show it. And that's awesome. We had a record um, a record show out this year, too, right. at the Iowa game. Oh, yeah. The Iowa game, yeah. Yep, Caitlin Clark, who's Dude. just a freaking monster. Uh-huh. Caitlin Clark insane. is a fucking ball. What are you going to do? I don't get I hate I don't, Iowa with every bone of my body, but that chick is so good. It is the it's only insane. Iowa player that I will straight up just give massive credit to, Caitlin Clark. Yeah. That girl's a baller. Yeah, she's going to be making a lot of money soon. Yeah. That's, that's for sure. If she's not already. I'm sure NILs took care of her. Yeah, I'm sure she's doing okay. <laughs> she, she's, she's probably better. better. She's probably doing better than all of us. You know what? With an athlete that serious she might not be doing no nil yeah maybe i mean maybe a few but like you know i could see it be like you know i'll do it for the ball that i'm shooting with that practice yeah right like, i mean she's really good yeah like you you don't get that by by not being on the court every second you can minus you know who, like the 10 steps she takes but other than that yeah i mean it works you know out. who else is incredible <laughs> jazz shelly she just hit that half court Hell buzzer yeah. beater mm. and her accent 
I'll tell you right now. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do an impression of, of her Australian accent? Absolutely not. <laughs> Even though I'm not going to ruin that. Yeah, that would, that would oh, be horrible. Hey. I, do, I do love the accents. Though. Oh, yeah. I love Yeah. Well, tell, tell the story that you were telling us before when oh, you were, yeah. Yeah, so I was out and ran into jazz. And, you know, we're just having a conversation. And someone comes up and they go, half court shot. And raise their hand up in the air for a high five. And I, I'm like, instinctively, I reach up and slap their hand. <laughs> high five. Because I, I do don't leave half, anyone hanging. I do the half court shots at the men's game, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a competition. Spin the dice. See how many shots you get. And then after I did it, he looks at me. I look at him. I look at Jazz. Look back at him. He looks at Jazz. <laughs> I'm like, that wasn't for me, was it? He was no. like, she was like, yeah, high five. I was like, half court contest, half court actual shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the queen was sitting there. Yeah, and yeah she, she knew what five. she was doing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, it's it's cool, you know, being able to see some of the athletes outside of you know, oh yeah, we, you know, work mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like, not that we're all super close or anything like that. Like there's, you know, there's still students and, you know, athletes and I'm not a student and I'm like a worker. Yeah. So it is all just in passing and whatnot. But the, the energy that they have is that of regular people. And I feel like I always have to say this, you know, especially in regards to women's athletes where they're not only dealing with a little bit of the stardom, um, but people are saying like, Ooh, like look at them, you know, kind of sexualizing a little oh, bit. Yeah. Right. Um, and they'll see something on Instagram where it's very nicely posed and like, man, that must be their entire personality. Uh, but these are regular people, right? right? You know, I think about moments where I get to be down somewhere. If I have my phone with me and I have a free moment, man, I'm snapping shots. If yeah. I have a friend who's good at taking photos, I'm getting them to take nice photos of me. Like, get out of here with all that. Man. Right. Yeah. Well, and I've seen you showing ass on Instagram. No one's saying that about you. <laughs> look, look, I got to let it hang out. Yeah, exactly. Hey. <laughs> Go get it. Going back to the half court thing. Can we all agree? I mean, I guess it'd just be you and I because they weren't at the game with me because they, oh, they chose not to come with me. Rub it in. Eric Strickland had the worst half-court <laughs> performance of, of the year, right? Yes. Come come on now. Bar none. What happened? Love you. Strick. Love Come Strick, on. Like, much respect. Much you love. You played in the NBA and he could, he could barely hit the backboard. Look, I think it was one of those, you know, you're doing it for the love of the people. Maybe. It was alumni night, right? Yeah, I get that. It was like, yeah, it was bad. You, I just think, I think about it like this. If I'm a former athlete, right, and I'm strict, uh, and I get out there, and there's every single alumni from all of the teams, <laughs> and they're like, make the half-court shot. If I try... Then I don't make it. I look bad. Right, right. I would much rather toss that thing up and get the crowd hyped and just keep uh, on You got to act yeah. like you got to act like you don't care. Act like you don't right. care. Yes. Or, but like your competitor, right? Yes. Your competitor. <laughs> and you do that and I'm just saying from the 300s. Yeah, you was like it looked mighty weak from all the way up there. I'm just saying yeah. I I think my 10-month-old daughter could have got it closer <laughs> than Eric Strickland did at the halftime Dude, show. And that's if you're going to try, it's so much smarter to just put way too much power behind it yes. than not get it there. Get it there. Like, you, yeah, you look that's I, limp wrist. I'm stuff. not going to say you look like a bitch. That would be mean. I'm not going to say that. But. No, fuck it. I'm going to say it. You, <laughs> look, you look like, like a, a bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like you have to make it yeah. to the, the, the rim. You, you got to at least touch, like, if you don't touch Something. rim, t- hit backboard. Or, Throw or a the goddamn... camera person behind the backboard. Yeah. That's even funnier. That's good content. 
That, bro, this ain't the social media. This ain't Fifty Cent throwing the first pitch out. <laughs> it like, like that, you know, come on, Strick. <laughs> it was so bad. Like he was. Didn't he play for like almost ten years in NBA? Like yes. he was in the league for a while. He mm-hmm. pl- that's like you're gonna I'm tell saying. me. You're gonna tell me like during an NBA practice you didn't just fuck around and just do like half court shots, toss it up half the time. Come on. Let man. me say this. You were just talking about like knowing the person outside of the sport and everything. Yeah. Everybody sitting at this table has dicked around and shot half court shots. And they still look better than Eric Strickland that <laughs> night. Half court. I'm just telling you. <laughs> like I bet a normal person. You give me two shots from half court right now. I can touch rim. Like, I'm not saying I'm gonna make it. Look, God, I, gar- no. I guarantee this man sitting right here. Yeah. That you gave me three shots. I'm making one of them. You said Yo, that. I guarantee it. And you will not. I guarantee it. Okay, hold on. You're saying that right now. I'm saying it right now. Jeez. All right. There was a basketball a court at my apartment complex. Yeah, well, my apartment complex, because that's, that's one mile down the road. Correctly. Yeah, is that accurate? Nobody said it was sized correctly. It's got the double metal <laughs> rims with the, with the Nobody chain, said that. The chain yeah. net, the yeah. unbreakable. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying it's a guarantee. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do some sort of Kyle's uh, Kyle gonna, view productions. Kyle's uh, gonna have to set up the cameras to make himself look like a jackass. <laughs> oh, I can't so wait excited. for that. I can't wait for that. And he, and okay. guess what? You're gonna have to edit it too, my friend. Yeah, I'll <laughs> gladly do it after I make it. I'm telling you, he'll self record him later on and be like, "See, I told you, I made it's it." A, it's a guarantee. I'll place this bet right now. If in three shots you make a half court shot, uh oh, I will let you break Mike's laptop in half. Deal. Fuck that. Well, I, I already like that. made this the bet. He said deal. Really, yeah, this, is the, this is the brains of the podcast, guys. Like, if you break this, the podcast is over. But think of the content. No. You're being selfish. The content. <laughs> You're being I selfish. I this game. <laughs> um, so, okay, I guess we're doing that. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, we're not doing that. Uh, Kyle, but we Kyle. will watch him shoot three half-court shots, and I bet he's going to make one. Guaranteed. Dude, Kyle is the... He almost did a perfect game in bowling. That was impressive. Kyle, 273. He, he, he bowled a 273 recently. Like He had nine strikes in a row. Nine, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I will say the only reason he didn't get a tenth in a row is because there was this <laughs> <So> nice young lady <laughs> in the lane next to us that yelled his name Kyle, in his back. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. To be clear, though, she was bowling with a guy named Kyle, so she's trying to get his attention in the middle oh, of me bowling. Yeah, and it just happened to share. Yeah, oh, just some dumb it was, going. It was, it was a total shank. Hey, too. she was a I nice young go, lady. I would have, I would have said, "No, I'm taking your Kyle's turn now." Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I'm Kyle, and you ruined my shot. My do you, Kyle. Do you want to know what's even more hurtful? Was that so? There was a prize for highest score of the day. This Kyle. This one right here. Uh-huh. Bowls a 273. Uh-huh. The high score is a 279. All I needed oh. was one more strike. What was the prize? I don't know. It was money. It was money, yeah. It, it was, was money. Cash. It was like 150 yeah, bucks. Yeah. Cash money. Yeah, yeah 150, 150 bucks. bucks. Yeah. Damn. Anywho. You know what beer from Nebraska Brewing Company could buy that? Uh, you were on the 25-cent pictures, weren't you, at that time? <laughs> what? You were on the 25-cent <laughs> Oh, hell no. You ever been to Mockingbird Lanes? At a bullet? No. Hey, no free plugs, but I will tell you right. They got the most expensive beer in Omaha. Yeah. Bowling alley. <laughs> um, I, Unless you want to keep talking about no, that. No, I, mean, I, I don't care. I, I'm, I'm, I'm good. good. I'm good. You know, Kyle, right. I can no. see the eyes welling up. We don't need to. Oh. I'm Cut sorry. Deep. Uh, so, D-Wayne. Yo. Now, when you do these these halftime entertainment things, it's would you say it's like usually kind of the same stuff kind of over and over? Or... You get, it kind of differs from time to time or what? It varies. So there's like the staple games, but they okay. can be played at any time. So 
you know, sometimes a pregame, sometimes a halftime. Yeah. Every now and then it's different. So, like, my main question is, is there one that you just, like, hate doing? That you just dread, like, okay, we have to do this. And it's just like, ah, damn. There's <laughs> one that it's not like I dread it because it's not like I have to do any extra work. Right. Uh, but I'm like, man, I'm just not the biggest fan of it. It's uh, I'm not going to say the name of it because, you know, obviously sponsored. Yeah. If you don't, but, you know. No free plugs. Yeah. But we put. You know, we give the the person with the ball. They have to shoot from three points on the court, and and then if they make all three, then they win the prize or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I'm like, man, I kind of want it to be more dynamic. I wish it was like, you know, get closest to making a dunk or something like that, or like a half court. <laughs> but like, hey, make a regular basket. Yeah. Do a layup. Times. Do a free throw. Make a three. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, make a regular basket. Yeah. And um. You know, for me, that's I'm just kind of like, eh. I'm just little, vanilla? Yeah, I'm a little lukewarm in that one because, yeah. you know, if, if they're somewhat athletic, it's not that difficult. Yeah. Right. So you said, like, closest to making a dunk. Would you believe I can dunk? You can dunk? No, I said, would you believe would you it? Bl- <laughs> <laughs> no. no. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt it. You, like, I mean, it seemed like dude, he, he was, like, halfway dude, there. No. I was. I was. You <laughs> said, would you believe I can dunk? I'm like, for real? No. Dude, not, <laughs> not even, even with. Not even with. Doc Martens and a trampoline. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, the game where they like hide the bill on the court. Yeah. Hiding the spotlight. You ever consider just like grab one's your shoe when they get close? I'm like, nah, fuck you, not today. You ever consider I, it? Yo, Come on, don't lie. I've considered a ton of things with that, <laughs> but I tell you what, people want that gameplay so fair and square. Like I, I mean, I will. You ain't get, wrong. People will yell at me if they think that the person touched it, mm. and I didn't say like, Hi. okay, they got the money. I'll walk off, and they'll be like, hey, 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 you know they touched that, right? That was their hands was right there. It's not like it's coming out of I your was... paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> Why the it's fuck would you care? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But people care. Like people care about the well-being of the blindfolded person. They're like, you put them in our care. We led them to the money, and then you didn't give them the money. <laughs> the hacky wing. Yes. I think the last time this happened on Twitter, I I had to like let someone know. Like we ended up giving it to them. Yes. Like <laughs> clear, clear, clear the air. Quit, quit trolling me on Twitter. I, yeah. We, we took care of it. Because the original rules, they got to grab it. You know, yeah. it's not enough to just touch it because you're blindfolded. Right. right. You touch it and move over. And you then, touch everything. Right, you just touch you, everything. Yeah. If you touch it and you can't grab it, you deserve to lose. There we go. The, yeah. I love the people that, I mean, because we help them. We're in the crowd. We're like, ah, 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 right. And they, they get there and they're freaking like on top of it, crawling all over it. And the time goes. And they like they pull the blindfold off. They pull it off. They're like, "What the fuck? I'm sitting on it." And that is my favorite. Every single person who does it that doesn't win will say the exact same thing. Oh, every single person. What they'll say? Everybody has an opinion on what I should have done and how I should have done it. But it no, you don't know shit until you stand the out there with the blindfold on yes. and you have 12,000 people yelling at you. Oh, yes. yeah. So re- You idiots! Oh, God! Regardless of game and minus the Strickland, what's the funniest loss you've ever seen out there for any game? Funniest loss? Are you talking for the basketball team? No, no. not for the basketball Thank team. For the, no, <laughs> for the too many games. to remember. Oh, my um, God. For the mini games, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> the, the entertainment. Whatever. I would have to say it has to be a, a kids. When we do like kids, you know. Oh, you're just contest. laughing at kids? Yo, because. <laughs> Hit Twitter with that. <laughs> <I do. laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck the them kids. kids. The kids got to put on the big shoes, and then they get to run in, but then they trip over the shoes, <laughs> you know, but then the whole crowd sees them as kids, so you get the full reaction. You know, they just trip a small amount. Aww. They trip it on their side, and you get the whole, oh. <laughs> and then you see the kid trying to get back up and getting the shoe on, and here comes the other kid, zoom, right past <laughs> I find that hilarious. <laughs> and then they're trying to get the ball up high enough to shoot the daggone. Yeah. That's that's pretty brutal yeah, yeah. to watch, though. I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, but they don't have the, like the physical strength to, to get actually the ball high enough to do the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, gosh, you're like, ha ha, yeah, <laughs> I could do that. Swat that motherfucker. <laughs> it's a building full of adults who are very capable, kids <laughs> especially at PBA now with. The- all their drinks. Yeah. Ah. Keep going. Try again. $10 beers. Let's go. Oh, man. That's great. Oh, fantastic. So, yeah, that's got to be the funniest. That's got to be the funniest. I guess, I mean, this is the last, like, question I have. If you guys have others. But, like, yeah. when you're doing these things, do you ever have players, like, look at you and go, God damn. Like, dude, get like get off. You know what I mean? Just, like, during those moments, whether, like, mm. it's not going well for the team or whatever. And you have to go out on the court and do your thing. thing. Yeah. To get you're getting paid. Yeah. And they're just like, God, dude, just go away. Or just some just they're something getting like paid that. too. So or like you get in the way, you've gotten in, in the way. In the yeah, way. Sure. And they're like, do they know your name? Yeah. Like, Dwayne, get the fuck out of here. Um, so <laughs> actually the marketing director, pardon me. Uh, the marketing director is actually looking out for some of those things. Mm. So I'm just kind of like, we, you know, toddling onto the court. Right. And they're like, you know, do you ain't look out for the opposing team to the right? You know, okay, watch oh, out for Herbie. Oh, nice. Because it's You're, all happening it's in all my ear. It's all plugged in yeah, your ear. Yeah, plugged in my ear. So like, watch out for Herbie on the left. You know, hey, we start in 15 seconds. Make sure you don't move any further past this line and that line. Okay, we start in seven. Oh, one more thing. We're adding this and this and that. Okay, here we go. In three, two, you're on the camera. Nope, other camera D. Okay, there you go. Like uh, that's, yeah. yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that's a lot of chirping. That yeah, is no chaos. Kidding. Yeah, it's all, that's all happening, uh, happening in my Meanwhile, head, so. everybody's like clapping and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. It's all, yeah, it all happens at once. So I guess I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I've ever gotten in the way because they kind of look out for me. Yeah. Uh, but in those moments where they're down or something like that, I think it's cool to remember, for me at least, that I'm just about invisible to the team. Oh, right? yeah. each of us are playing the role. So, you know, yeah. we end up rounding back to the synergy thing again. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I can help the audience get, you know, just to that next level, they don't got to go crazy, but just be a little more positive, the players can feel that. And y'all know that, right? Y'all know that energy oh, transfers yeah. on the court, on mm-hmm. the field, whatever. So, you know, I think they I, – I'd hope that they think that it's helping them. So when they hear me going buck wild when we're down by 20, they're not like – <laughs> right, yeah. like you said, I'm the reason why they're even cheering right now. But I mean, I do have people tweet at me when those when those moments happen. I have people people do not do. There's some people who do not are not D Wayne fans, man. No. That's <laughs> real. They are non D Wayne fans. Well, and that's there. the thing about your job is, and I've learned I've learned this about putting your face on TikTok. You put yourself out there, yep. And like, you know, sometimes you're wrong or right. A lot, or a like lot. You, I mean, you put you, your faces out there, and it's just like you, you have a Twitter account. Yeah, you have. A, they'll find you. Like, yeah, yeah. You know that it's me. kind of the risk of the job, I guess. Absolutely. Do you even read the replies anymore? Um, every now and then, yeah. I mean, I like to reply to people. You yeah. Know, and and criticism isn't bad. Like, 
there could be very easily, right? One of you could very easily have my job instead of me, right? It's just timing, placing, right? The, the work that I've done before. I can't do that, no. I mean, it's just like. You should so see Mike on camera. Say, <laughs> really bad. Yeah, you look like you'd be great you on give, I, I have a I have a face for radio. That's, <laughs> I wouldn't say all that. You got a great smile, man. Yeah, that's um, cute. But, you know, it's like. It's, I'm not going to be for everyone, you know, but if I can appeal to a large amount of people and help achieve the goal, then I don't have to worry about those folks. But it is still nice to, like, see those things and stay humbled, right? Oh, yeah. No, nothing to humble you like random people, man. Right. Oh, my God. Some bot on Twitter right, that tweets bro, at you, right? Some bot will get you, man. Your homie will be telling you something for months. And then some bot on Twitter will be like, haven't you ever considered cutting your hair? You're like, damn. Dang. <laughs> You know, I, dude, you know, actually, I have, I've said this for so long, like the insults that cut the deepest are like genuinely the most superficial. And it's like why my favorite it, it, you actually touched on it. Like one of my favorites is nice haircut. You don't have to say anything after that. Or um, so actually uh, we, we talked about the storm chasers earlier. And this was like the one time I really got caught um, for like I didn't really have an idea of what I was doing. I was yelling at a right fielder, and I, I don't because right his, field sucks. Yeah, I, I don't remember his number, so I'm just gonna throw in 32 as his number. And I'm yelling, "Hey, 32!" And he looked over at me, and I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> um, <laughs> what are we doing? And so, like, the first thing that came to my head was like, "Did they offer you any pants that fit?" <laughs> and he like looked down, like looked at his pants, and looked at me. He's like. There's something wrong with them. <laughs> he took his pants. And, and so, like, I legitimately, this is not a joke. This actually happened. I remember you on back. It's like, I didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> like, I got your attention, and then you respond. I didn't think I would get this far. I was just yelling to yell. Like, I've had a few beers. You're out there playing AAA. I'm up here just hammered in the upper deck. Like, what, what do you want me to do? Yeah. yeah. I, I remember, yes, I didn't think he I'd was get working. This you were not. Yeah. And then he did clown me. It's like, if you're going to talk shit, like, you better have a reason. It's like, no, I don't. No, no I, I don't. don't. I, I don't, don't have a reason. I just, I just mess with you. Yeah. That I was, was it. I was like the, the people that hit those outfielders and they're like, hey, right hand for blondes, left for brunettes, go. And then like, you get the some that are like, they have fun. They're like, they're yeah. AAA baseball, you know? Ass or boobs? Yeah, ass or boobs. <laughs> oh. What was what was funnier about that story is so like after I yell at their right fielder, uh, I'm leaning over their uh, bullpen. My sunglasses were on my shirt. They fell in. Oh, of course. Uh, and the pitcher threw them back up. And I had to be like, thanks, dude. Sorry about your teammate. <laughs> oh, stupid. <laughs> I felt like such a jackass. And then I did it again. So moving on. <laughs> so, so Dwayne, you are our second MC on the pod. We hey. have our good friend Andrew Rogers, and he does the uh, the UNO Maverick games. Oh, heck okay. yeah. yeah! And he's got a spiel, like his go to, like make some noise, right? What is your go to? I, I mean, I know, like you, you go in there and you're like, all right, come on, give me a go big. I mean, yeah. like, what is your what is your like go to thing? Your signature that you have to do to get people going. Ooh. And get, I mean, like, get into it a little bit. I want, like I want to hear Nebraska's down by 20. What do you do? No, 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 no. Let's, let's not do that. No, we want <laughs> Nebraska's playing Iowa. Uh, We're kicking, or maybe it's a close game. You got to get that last push. You got to get the fans yeah, going. Okay, okay. We need that last bit of intensity to, to have, like, the actual sixth man. Yeah. So, you know, in those moments, obviously, you know, I'm going to yell and, and get, get, get a little crazy in there. Um, but sometimes, you know, in a moment like that, it's so easy to get sucked into the score that I don't think people remember how 
how big this moment is for the players down there. So I'd lead in with something like, you know, fans, take a look at the score. You know the pressure. Could you imagine feeling it yourself and being responsible? Now is the time for you to help your team on the court now. Call to action, baby. I just got call to action. Get loud and support your Huskers to this win, right? Something like that. that. You always. I was about ready to do your go big red, Dan. You're like, that's not loud enough. Louder. (laughs) Louder. I'm so glad you said (laughs) every time. I'm like, I'm screaming. I'm a fucking 28 year old man screaming for college kids, and he wants me to get louder. Literally, yo. So I, I think about this, and it's one of those moments where, again, once the energy starts moving, you can do whatever you want with oh, yeah. it, right? That's why people do the wave, right? Once you start doing the wave, everyone's like, hey, like you can't help yourself. Right. So once we do a chant where it's like Husker power or, you know, go big red, I, I, I'm I not a big fan of the like, I can't hear you. Right. Oh. <laughs> but it's almost, it, it, right then, it's like people know that I'm lying. I am like, mm. of course I can hear <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> they understand that though, this is the moment, right? I'm like, I can't hear you. Go oh, oh yeah! <laughs> Literally, I'll yeah. fucking show you. And that's Someone why I show up on down. Mondays with no vocal cords. <laughs> comes down, throws their beer at me. Can you hear me now, D <laughs> Do you ever just want to yell at the crowd and say, "Can you clap on beat to the fight song, please?" Oh man! <laughs> Come on, guys! Come on! Keep figuring it out. Fucking rhythm, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's very frustrating sometimes. And you, you feel like the crazy person because you're doing this same thing at the football game. And up the right way. Well, Wait, am I, am I doing something wrong? Like, what is going on? The microphones. So <gasps> the, Shit. Band, so because the microphones insert a delay, okay. the band, if you're next to the band or if you're hearing the natural band with your own ears, yours, you're a little more on beat than the speakers and the speakers do indeed play the band so that's why you have (laughs) you ever you ever put the mic close to the band just to fuck with people see how far off they can get (laughs) you haven't thought of that yet i haven't thought of that yet that's the first (laughs) giving them ideas over here right because they do they are surrounded by microphones i don't know if you have oh yeah surrounded by mics oh my god so we sit up top and like sometimes it's like you know like when we play like Mike, quit telling people we're poor. (laughs) (laughs) Quit telling people we're poor. My nose is bleeding. So, like, you play, like, Peru State, and obviously PBA is not as packed as they are when they play Iowa or Purdue, right? And so I'm always scouting out where I'm going to go down, right? Uh Uh-huh. Well, one of the times I was like, hey, let's go right there, right on that, you know, behind the the basket. Oh, behind the band. What a terrible fucking idea. You know how loud those things are? Incredibly loud. I'm sure he does. Uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Sit behind them. Two rows actually behind them. Yeah, it's it's awful. Yeah. You you have to. I mean, if you you, you find a lot of people that sit around the band that choose those seats, love it. 
right? Like I did band in high school. I love band. You know, I would no. gladly sit there. But if they're like, yo, please no. You gotta make sure you check your seats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Or steal someone else's seats like I was doing. Oh, I mean, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, steal, like, steal seats. Don't sit there. You think it comes in like a warning? Is like hearing loss may be imminent? I don't know. Like I, I'm not a season ticket holder in the lower bowl, <laughs> but I'd imagine they have to have something because when I sit in the stadium, I have something that's like a um, what do they call a that? Weaver? Like no, like a block. Like there's something that blocks my vision. Oh, right? obstruction. Yeah, yeah, obstruction. Right. Yeah. And and I sit in the south end zone in like row seventy three. There's nothing that obstructs my vision. Right. Mm. I'd imagine if you sit behind the band, there has to be an obstruction of hearing. Right. What? And you'd think like Mike is scoping out where to go. Like maybe there's a reason why no one's sitting there, Mike. Maybe well, just like, that's Whoa. actually that's a very solid point. I mean, oh, I guess I'll sit you there. Got, you got the blue hairs <laughs> on the sides, and so you got to like find somewhere, you know, behind the hoops. So when you're at a game next time with someone, and they go, "Hey, those seats over there behind oh, the band," you're I gonna do, go. I do that now. I do. I'm like, at a boy. No. <laughs> Unless no. you want your eardrums blown. No. You know the trick. Fair enough. You always, no matter what, it's the easiest way to get into any section. Put a drink in your hand. Doesn't matter what it is. Mm -hmm. Water, soda, beer, whatever. Yeah. Anyone stops you, just say, I'm taking this to my grandma. <laughs> no one will fucking stop you. My grandma. No I've one will never stop seen you. That one before. Yeah. It's another one to move through crowds. Uh -huh. Doesn't matter where you are. My grandma. You're in a big crowd. You're moving slow. Uh -huh. You see hot soup coming through. Hot soup. The crowd moves. <laughs> it does. And then as you walk through the middle, you just look over your shoulder like, who yelled that? <laughs> It works every time. And and hot soup for grandma? I mean, that's yeah. just hot double. Hot soup for grandma. Yeah. Hot soup for yeah. grandma. That crowd will split. They'll fall over. Everyone yeah. just hits the floor. Well, yeah. No one in their right mind is going to say, fuck your grandma. Yeah. Because that would just do. be. If they do, you get real like. Pour that soup on them. Whoa, what kind of person are you? She's in her 80s. Yeah. Show some respect. Yeah. You want her to walk up here yourself? You talking huh? shit about Judy? I'll fuck yeah. you up. Ger Ger Gerda? That's actually his grandma. That name. actually is oh, his grandma's name. Uh, I forget I Mike actually knows my grandma. <laughs> Do you know your grandma? I was like, wow. That was Gertrude is Did a you nice see lady. the brain reset for a second? Yeah, it's like, wait, oh like, shit, that's actually my grandma's name. How did you know my grandma's name? <laughs> okay, so here's the real question. I want complete silence on this. Uh oh. Mute us then. Does does D Wayne does he get courtside seats? Did you get tickets? No. Do you, get any, do you get any tickets? I do not get any tickets. They don't even let you go to football games or nothing. All right, well, episode's I mean, over. Nice having you. Right. <laughs> See ya. What can you do for us? Right. You're like, yeah. You're like, when are we getting our tickets? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, do you want? Do you yeah. want some good hecklers about really close to you and not way up top? Wait, hold on. You said good hecklers. What I think you meant to say was hecklers. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we, we're I not think, good I at make it. My way into into games and you know, I just. I mean, you don't sit, right? You just yeah, yeah. I just I you know if there is a, a seat, I just slide into a seat. You know, yeah. I just I chat with anyone and everyone. It's like you want a t-shirt? Yeah, I'm like, hey, yeah, can I sit here? Cool. <laughs> I will say it's really cool. Like, so I was telling you off air that like the the first time I went to a basketball game with Mike, I saw you down there. It was like the Leo DiCaprio moment, you know, in in that one movie, and he's like, <laughs> he's, he's like he's like pointing at the oh. TV, yeah, and I was like, hey, I know him. I was like, I, I, I like competed against him in high school in speech. Yes. He kicked my ass. Um, Did you ever win? No, not okay. once. Just, just double anyway, checking. Anyway, 
like watching you go off the court and you're like dapping up the security guard and you're like talking to all these people and stuff. I'm like, man, that's like, that's awesome that you get to do that. Right. Like yeah. that you get to go out there and you just like kind of know everybody and you just say what's up to everybody. Like that's super cool. Man. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's, it is a lot of fun. And like I said, it's that energy, right? That energy transfer, um, you know, from the moment I walk in, even if I'm having a shit day, I get to go in and choose my attitude with those people because they all, I mean, you won't believe man. Some of those people are doing stuff we, we wouldn't even think of. Right. They're, they're doing hard ass work all day long. And then they come to PBA because they enjoy it. Not, not because they're making a crazy amount of money or anything, but because they just enjoy it. So I'm like, you know what? Like they did a work all day. I did work all day. I'm tired. They're tired. They get the grind. I get the grind. Hell I'm like, yeah. what's up, fam? And then we build each other up. And then, hey, yeah. by the time the game starts, we're all wired. We're all wired and ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, I told these guys, like, I knew you from high school, competing against each other, getting my ass kicked every weekend at, you know, forensics tournaments and stuff. That's, like, total nerd move, right? But <laughs> I told these guys, I'm like, I'm like, look, dude, I'm like, you guys, this dude has a cool fucking story. Like, this guy is, is like, you know, cream of the crop. Hey, seriously you, so I yeah appreciate that absolutely seriously, great great way on. to end it yeah, yeah that's, that's a good oh, way to well, oh no you're, no you're okay well first we want to thank you for taking the time out absolutely. joining us on nbnr um this will be the portion where you tell our listeners our viewers where they can find you yeah plug if yourself you, if you want people to find you of course <laughs> assuming you do yeah uh i am on every social media at i-t-s-d-e-w-a-y-n-e um, I put a hyphen in my name, D hyphen W A Y N E, because my name is pronounced D Wayne. Right. Uh, but there's an E in it. It's capital D, little E, capital W A Y N E. Still pronounced D Wayne. Anyways, gotcha. At it's D Wayne on most all social medias except for LinkedIn. My full name is D hyphen W A Y N E Taylor. If you want to connect with me on LinkedIn. So if they, if you have like kids parties. Or something. Bar mitzvahs. <laughs> Bar mitzvahs. Yeah, Beatboxing you know, competitions. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. It's going to cost a little bit of money. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't book me for your kids' parties. You know. <laughs> but yes. Hey, but if they do, it's going to be a sick fucking party. If, yeah. yeah. If you do, you're going to pay for it, and it's going to be a good party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. All right, guys. What do you say? Let's, Let's do it. it. Okay. I am one of your hosts, Jared Hall. Mike Gellower. Kyle Byers. Connor Cadillac. Tiffany Wayne. And this is no block, no rock. Peace. That is the best Let's ending go. we've ever had. As always, GBR. We have a saying, no block, no rock. You know, we just really love Otter. He's a junkyard dog. Hey, Kenny Bell ran up to me and like, you know what you just, what you just did? <laughs> you get mad. Would you go get in the portal and go to another podcast? You know, usually dumbbells are in pairs. They had five dumbbells. Hang on it, Muhammad. GBR. A Heard at Sports Network production. <laughs>